What's up and welcome in. You found yourself locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Up ahead on today's program, guess what we're talking about? Bulls preseason debut. They smashed down their division rivals, the Cleveland Cavaliers, 131-95. What did we see on offense? What did we see on defense? And who deserves special praises from their first preseason game? That's all ahead on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go, y'all. You are Locked On Bulls. Your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome to Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host, Big Dave, at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Shoot us an email, LockedOnBulls at gmail.com, or hit us up on that text to voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Dave. Matthew. You got a, <laughs> you got a big smile on your face. I got a big smile on my face. How, let's just start here. How fun was that to watch last night? That was so much fun. Matt, I mean, I, I, I tweeted out that I, sh- I shouldn't be this hyped to watch a preseason game. I really shouldn't. I shouldn't be that excited to watch a preseason game. But I really was. I was really excited to see it. You wanted to see what it looked like. You wanted to see what the pieces came together. You wanted to see all that stuff. From the opening tip, <laughs> from the beginning, from when Lonzo Ball hits the first three-point shot, I said, oh, <laughs> that was a, it was the first pickup, all the way to the Caruso pass to, to DeRozan, oh, from the alley-oop to Zach, oh, from the back door. We watched Sadoransky run the back door with Zach all the time, and it was nice. It was perfect. It was how you draw it up. But you know what Lonzo added on there? A little that seasoning and that flavor on that bad boy, didn't it, Matt? Oh, that brought it out. That brought the flavor out of that. You saw how Zach went up and dunked that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. It's preseason. We get it. We understand. We understand what it is. It was the Cleveland Cavaliers. We get that. But y'all don't understand. Bulls fans, y'all feel me. But y'all who ain't Bulls fans who just watching us, first of all, thank you. But Bulls fans, y'all feel me on this. We ain't used to bum slaying. That's what we should be doing is bum slaying. And so we, we got in there and we slayed bums from the beginning to the end. They were up by 40-something points. 48. It, 48. 40, they almost beat them by 50. That's insane. It's a preseason game. They took over 100 shots. <laughs> like, it was insane. And they shot, and they hit 50. At one point, Matt, there were 51 of 100. 51 of 100 from the field? That's insane. That's insane. It was everything that Matt and I have sat here and told y'all what we wanted to see that we thought could be the potential of this team. Every single thing. All the way down to Matt Peck out here correctly pointing out that Javante Green would be somebody they'd be looking at to start. All the way down to that. We out here told y'all what it should happen and what it should be. And that's what we saw. I'm not saying it's going to be like that all the time. It's not. That was crazy. 
But my goodness, it feels good to celebrate it, Bulls fans. Don't let nobody tell you to feel bad today. Celebrate all of this preseason love, baby. That was amazing. Woo! Yeah. <sighs> and look, man, that that I think is a good point. You can you can say, yes, it's just preseason. Yes, it's mm-hmm. just the Cavs. So good. So beat them by 40 or yes. almost 50. That's yes. what you're supposed to do. And that's mm-hmm. what this Bulls team in years past haven't even been able to do is beat mm-hmm. the basement teams, the, mm-hmm. the dweller teams, because they were one. You can't mm-hmm. you can't even beat the bum calves. You can't even beat the bum magic, the bum pistons, whoever it might be. Yeah. That is what you're supposed to see. And mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, and this is what Billy Donovan said after the game, among other things, he said, I thought if anything, we overpassed at times. But guess <laughs> yes. what? Agree. You finish. You finish this game with thirty six assists. Oh, wouldn't have that made Jim just so so happy? Because look at this. Even more impressively than that, when Lonzo Ball was the final member of the starting five to check out for the last time, which by the way, the Bulls were up by a zillion. The the, <laughs> the real players were done with four forty left in the third. That oh. is when Lonzo Ball checked out as the last starter to play the last seconds. When he checked out, and it was essentially like uh, uh, when it was officially sent into scrubs time, the Bulls had 26 assists to four turnovers. <laughs> the ball just always found a player, and a player mm-hmm. always found a cutting lane or a, an open teammate. My God. I mean, and like this is the biggest thing of all to me. We saw it on paper when we made these acquisitions. Yep. But the big key was. Take the ball handling pressure off of Zach Levine's shoulders. Mm. Let him operate as his deadly self off the ball more. Mm. And look at what Zach did tonight, uh, last night. 25 points on 9 of 14 in just 24 minutes. 25 on 14 shots? That is beauty. That is absolute beauty. And by the way, all of those newcomers, Lonzo, Demar, and Caruso, they combined for 19 assists. <laughs> 19 assists. It's so simple. It's so freaking simple. And it was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful oh. offensive basketball to watch. Because you even got some Zach and Vooch like two-man game in the pick and roll mm-hmm. and the pick and pop. Right. Vooch right. operated out of the high post himself sometimes, either looking get, to get his own bucket. Vooch also had four assists last night. The, it was just so free-flowing. And um, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan both had great quotes about playing with Lonzo Ball after the game last night. Zach Levine said, quote, it's been a treat to play with Lonzo. DeMar DeRozan said about playing with Lonzo, amazing. Hell of a mm-hmm. player talent iq it's fun he makes it easy what's even better about it is he has the greatest most humbling demeanor toward him too mm-hmm. this is something that you and i were talking about throughout the the offseason big dave this is going to be a let's all win and forget about egos kind of team they mm-hmm. all want to win they don't care who's getting the buckets who's getting this the the assist this that no lonzo came in and said hey I'll get Zach his looks. I'll get Vooch his looks. I'll get DeMar the ball. Mm-hmm. And it was like after watching the Bulls offense for years, it was like, you know, beating your head with a two-by-four over and over. It's like, it shouldn't over be this hard. It Last season, we saw the Bulls put up 73 points in a complete 48-minute game once. They had 69 at halftime, and they made it look easy. Uh, Matt, and, and 
what we also learned, Matt, is another thing that we said. Um, when you talked about, you know, guys, who's going to handle the ball? Like, who's going to be the one? Who's going to get it? And I kept telling you, it's Alonzo Ball. Like, like they brought him here to do what he does best. He continually said that over and over again, that they want me to be me. And what's him is being a point guard and a facilitator. He did, and you know me, Matt, I love, I love little tiny things. I love little stuff. He, it was one play when they were going back on defense and the Cavs were kind of moving the ball up a little, you know, with a little pace and trying to bring the ball up with pressure. And he and Zach were kind of next to each other. Lonzo just calmly put his hand on Zach's lower back and was like, yo, no, you take the ball. It was just, it was, it was that simple because from that, the ball went over to the wing where Lonzo was, who he was defending. The ball went inside over to Lowry, who they double teamed. And when he tried to throw the ball away, steal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was that it was something just that simple of letting Zach know real simply, no, no, you right here. I got this. Don't even worry about what's happening here. Here. Remove thinking is what I always tell you what good point guards do. They remove thinking. Zach didn't have to think. He just did what Lonzo told him to do. When they ran the ball, Matt, who was the one bringing the ball up all the time when they was running those transitions? It was Lonzo. They were looking for Lonzo because they knew Lonzo would find people. Man, Matt, I lost it when Lonzo, when they got an offensive rebound and kicked out the Lonzo. And, I, and in my head, I'm like, okay, it's a scramble play. Like, where are they going to go? Lonzo just held it like this and waited and saw Vooch in the post with a guard on him and said, there you go. Here's yeah. the ball. <laughs> do what you do. I, oh, I screamed. I was like, yes, my God. Yes, the competency was insane. This is all I've been asking for. And I again, I know it's preseason, but do you understand why the excitement is like this? Because we ain't seen this even in the regular season. That's why we excited right here and right now, man. But yes, Lonzo Ball, he was perfect. He ran that. He was the general, man. And I love what you said about what, what DeRozan and uh, Zach had to say about him because they talked about him glowingly and how you mm -hmm. would a general and how you would the leader of your team, of your offense at least. It was great, Matt. It was just great. He 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 was everything I thought he would be, in, and he did it in a preseason game. And, yeah, let's see what else it looks like going forward. Let's just see what else it looks like. Perhaps more surprisingly than the Bulls' offense humming just like that right out of the gate – was how impressive they looked on the defensive end, how engaged and locked in they were on the defensive end. We're going to talk about that right up next. First, though, I want to tell you all, hey, we are here. Preseason basketball has arrived. If you want to play some fantasy basketball this season, you got to check out the Game Picks feature of that Sleeper app. In 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized the fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost based solely on whose players had more scheduled games that week. Maybe a player who had one of those four games and five night stretches and your player just had two games that week or three. Mm. Made no sense and required very little strategy. So here's what happened. In 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on that Sleeper app. In Game Pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter on their roster to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. So simple, right? The days yeah. of losing because your opponents simply had more players with more scheduled games are over. The days of mindless busy work are over. 
the days of giving up halfway through the season because of all that stupid daily busy work also <laughs> over. In game picks, you pick one game per week for each player. And you base it on things like player matchups, home versus away, opponents, defensive rankings, pace of play, and more. All that adds up to more strategy and less of that stupid busy work. Whether you prefer redraft leagues, keeper, dynasty leagues, game pick has you covered. Sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code, people. If you play fantasy football, if you prefer building out a weekly strategy, a weekly lineup versus all of that daily busy work of daily fantasy, you're going to love game picks. Download that Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You won't be disappointed. Yes, sir. I like that. Look, y'all saw how hyped I was, okay? You saw all that yelling that was going on right about Did now. Did you turn your mic down in the middle of that? <laughs> no, yeah, I was so hyped, Matt, that I didn't even have my mic plugged in in the first part. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, snap. My mic wasn't even plugged in. I just realized it wasn't while you were talking. And I said, oh, snap, let me plug it in. And then I went and continued on my tangent. And while I was on my tangent, guess what? I wasn't sweating. And if I was, it wasn't showing. You know why? Because before I went to bed and I took my shower, I dabbed myself up with that wonderful thing that we call sweat block. Doctor created. Doctor recommended. Works up to seven days per use. And my favorite, the dry shirt guarantee. Look at it. If sweat blocks doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by firefighters, who the only people that sweat more than myself and Matt Peck are people who run into fire. And they said, guess what? This works. It's the best seller on Amazon for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 positive reviews and it is currently number one in amazon antiperspirant category you can wear what you want it's your little secret of confidence you got to have it in your toiletry bag when you travel when you're going to meetings when you're going on your dates when you're going to visit your in-laws for the first time anything you put this on and it will have you correct now this is how you get it man you head to that website you know what I'm saying? You slide on down to that wonderful thing called the website. And you go ahead and you get you 20% off, guys. But how do you get that 20% off? You put in that promo code locked on. You head to sweatblock.com. You put in locked on and save yourself 20%. Or you can hit Amazon or you can CVS and get the same wonderful deal. Sweatblock! Stay dry. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, let's move along to some of our thoughts on what we saw from the Bulls' defense last night because, Big Dave, that was the big question mark. That was the big concern. That was the big um, yeah, but for a lot mm -hmm. of the national talking heads when the Bulls made their offseason moves saying, well, they might score, but their defense is going to be atrocious. Mm -hmm. I, I, You and I never really fully understood that, uh, why, why people felt that way. Just because of the Demar signing and that Demar's maybe an underrated defender, or I'm sorry, uh, an an uh, under average defender, and mm -hmm. people still say the same about Zach Levine. Guess what? Those two were locked in defensively last night. Demar <laughs> and Zach both made like highlight reel defensive plays, blocks, steals, getting their hands in passing lanes, and they're the ones who are supposed to be bad on the mm -hmm. defensive end. Meanwhile, your new arrivals, Lonzo and Caruso, took turns applying full-court pressure, yes. fighting their way through screens and around screens, engaging in that point-of-attack defense. And, oh, my gosh, how much better does Vooch's drop coverage part of the defense look when Hello. he has guards that can actually help him and play that defense correctly? 
You hear that man over there preaching? The world yes. of difference. Oh, a huge difference, Matt. Matt, you, they say it all the time, man. The one thing that is contagious is defense. Is defense that is contagious. When you see one guy playing it well, you, everybody wants to amp it up a little bit more. You can't say offense because everybody wants to hit shots. That don't mean you're going to mm-hmm. hit shots. But you can play defense. You can get up in a guy's face. And the other guy, Matt, that was contagious was Javante Green on that defensive end. My goodness, was that man contagious? Go on, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. I can't, I can't remember if you if you if you mentioned it before, but who was it? Who was it? Who who said on this podcast just a few days ago that Javante Green should get that start in, uh, in Patrick Williams' place? Oh, let me think about that. I think that was a Matthew Peck. That's who I think that was. That man right there with the hands up, touchdown. Look at this, what I'm talking about, baby. Oh, he was awesome. He was awesome from the beginning. From the beginning, he was everywhere. He was 6'4". I told you, I love people who don't realize their height unless they're seven feet tall. <laughs> Those are the only people I need to realize their height. Javante Green does not realize he is like 6'3 or 6'4". He doesn't. He has no clue that that's the case. All he knows is they put me in the game and I'm going to ball out. But I digress. I, I, I'm, I'm going to leave uh, Javante Green love to Matt because I'm sure he'll get into it. I mean, but, I, I, I was watching that. Like, yeah. it, the, the perfect part, Dave, is that he took number 24 yes. and he stole Lowry Market his lunch money on more than one occasion last night. More he, than he plays, he plays like a seven footer more than Lowry ever did, man. It's oh my crazy. god, that's so true. My god, that's true. Oh man, that is true. Get your own hot sauce, Javante Green. I want some. Get some. I promise you, I will go get it, my friend. My goodness, Matt, you was that is so true. My god, but they had what? Thir- I think they had 13 steals and 11 blocks. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, if you just want yeah. to look at that aspect of it. Javante um, Green had four of those four, blocks. Four, four of those were Javante Green blocks. Three. That's and insane. Power four. <laughs> yeah, a couple of them was on seven footers. Because that one where he went up and blocked the dunk, that was insane. Okay? That oh, yeah. was really, really crazy and insane. So, that I think Lonzo had three steals. Zach had three steals. Like, they were in guys' jerseys all night long. And that's why I keep saying it's contagious on that. Because I also mentioned that Zach Levine would be getting more steals this season because of the way that he likes to play defense because he doesn't have to guard that best player anymore. And he can cheat a little bit bit because he has Lonzo Ball as one of the best perimeter guards out there as far as the the defense is concerned. So Zach can cheat in the passing lanes now. And that's what you saw. And Lonzo, man, his IQ, my God, on defensive end was insane, man. They couldn't pass the ball to anybody that he was near. He was out there like Deion Sanders. He was just intercepting everything that came towards his way. It was amazing to watch. Yes, the Bulls on the defensive end, guys, were impressive. I don't know why they thought they wouldn't be good on the defensive end, Matt. This, they were good in defensive end last year, okay? I believe they were 12th in team total team defense last year. They yep. were solid yep. there, all right? Be, winning 31 games. They were still solid at the defensive end. They got better defensive players, and they're supposed to be worse? That's not how this works, guys. Not how this works. <laughs> you get better players, you're going to be better, and we saw definitely saw that yesterday. And, I mean, it's something that we've heard Billy Donovan has harped on a lot in training camp so far is – Defense, defense, defense. Yeah, get yourself engaged. You know, it activity. E- even if you're not a you know elite skill player on the defensive end, if you right. are engaged and active, good things happen. And we saw that from everybody 
Lonzo, DeMar, Caruso, Zach, you know, you had a good point about, hey, the pressure is off Zach on the offensive end. He's more engaged on the defensive end. He had three mm -hmm. steals last night. Yeah. They yeah. And look, again, yes, it's just the Cavs. But the Cavs did start their presumptive starting five, Okoro, mm -hmm. Allen, Mobley, Sexton, and Garland. Right, right. The Cavs, and they all played real minutes. All of their starters played at least 22 minutes or more. Right. They held the Cavs to 35 and a half from the field last night. 35 and a half percent from the field. And here's the other big thing, Dave. 35! <laughs> when Billy Donovan has been harping on things in, in, in training camp that we have heard. Defense, 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 because I want to get out and run. I want right. to get Alonzo Ball those opportunities where he's in a, you know, okay, we just got to stop. My eyes are down court. Who's out there? Mm -hmm. Let's run. Mm -hmm. yeah. You need to do the, the, the defensive stopping and the creating of turnovers in order to let your young, fast, athletic team get out and run to give yourself that advantage on a nightly basis of winning points in transition, of winning the fast break points battle. And boy, did they do that last night. You mentioned mm -hmm. the 13 steals, the 11 blocks, 26 mm -hmm. points off of 22 Cavs turnovers last night. Stop you need it. the defense Stop. in order for Lonzo and that fleet of just let's all run. Let's all take mm -hmm. turns with like no look bounce passes for cutting people and dunks and alley-oops. Shout out to our guy, Stacey King. For coining the phrase, I slam a jamma last night. I slam a jamma, baby. You need, you need the defensive element for that part to happen. And they did that yeah. last night. And Matt, the other thing that they did that I was very impressed with was, I believe it was that second quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was the first. It was so many points, I've <laughs> lost my mind. But when they made Cleveland go on basically a seven-minute drought of scoring where they couldn't do anything cleveland couldn't do anything a almost full seven minutes there's 12 minutes in a quarter <laughs> like they almost went a full seven i believe it if i have to be uh technical i believe it was like 642 when they hit a finally hit like a baseline three right and but my god that is and during that time obviously that's when the clowning began that's when the alley-oop started that's when the cool passes started because of what you just said, exactly, Matt, what Billy Donovan said. If we do it like that on the defensive end, guess what? We're going to have a ball on the offensive end. That's why they were overpassing, because they had the ball a lot. <laughs> they had the ball a whole lot. They're like, who wants it? Who wants it? Your turn? Your turn? Your turn? But, oh, man, it was so much fun, Matt. It was so much fun to watch. And that defense, it just leapt out at you. And you're right, Matt, about Vooch. Like, that drop coverage, I mean, who, who had anything to complain about? As far as the drop comes with concern when you're watching that. Nobody. You know why? Because you you saw you had better unballed defenders. Like, that's why it works. <laughs> because you yeah. had better unballed defenders, man. So he can do that. And it's not like you had to hide him because I told people all the time, if you looked at uh, Vooch's defensive rating, he's right in the middle of the pack. Like, he's not right. below average when it comes to that stuff, man. He's not. He's just average. He comes right in the right. middle of the pack. This takes him help. Yes. When he gets help. It can tick him up slightly above average. That's what this does, man. Oh my goodness! It was it's everything we said. Everything we said. It's even and I don't know. We're just talking defense right now, but everything we said that that could happen defensively happened when we yeah. watched that game yesterday. Every single thing. 
And oh my God, it was so much fun to watch because they were and clamping them on defense. It was demoralizing to the Cavs. You saw them, man. Larry didn't know what hit him. He had Lonzo Ball. They had Lonzo oh, Ball. Lonzo, Lonzo was, shut Lowry down. My God, he shut him down. Javante Green shut him down. Lowry didn't know what was hitting him, dude. He was confused. Like, what team is this? I don't even know who these guys are anymore, man. Aren't we cool? No, we ain't cool no more. You on the other team, bro. You ain't cool when we in between these lines. And my God, man, they everybody got it, man. Everybody got it. And it was great. It was great. My God, it was great. And, you know, when you think about how defensively impressive the Bulls were last night, the other thing that comes to mind is something that I think you tweeted in all caps at one point in the middle of that game, which is their best player from last season on the defensive end, Patrick Williams, didn't even play. He didn't even play. play. He didn't even get the game. You nursed that ankle. We got this. It's the Cavs. We're going to win by 50. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes, man. Yes, in the face. Yes. <laughs> glorious. Absolutely glorious. Okay, uh, to wrap up, let's touch on a few other pieces. Uh, maybe, you know, highlight a couple of guys who got some minutes, spot minutes off sure. the bench last night. Before that, though, Big Dave, we got a fun slate of NFL games already uh, on deck. It's like already Thursday, tomorrow. We got Thursday Night Football. We got some fun games yeah. this weekend. Tell our listeners if they want to play some fantasy football. Uh, or, or I'm sorry, if they want to make bets on the football games this weekend, mm-hmm. or even they can bet on preseason basketball if they want, where can they yes. do that? Listen, there's only one place you can do that, one place you should do that, and that is bet online because they are back and better than ever and all up in your face with the wonderful things that you're going to need with that new updated site and that interface and they got even more odds props and contests bet online continues to be your number one source for everything football everything everything so you head to the website and use your mobile device and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, ladies and gentlemen. Now, don't forget to use that promo code Locked On. That is Locked On to receive your bonus, y'all. 50% welcome bonus. Come on now. All the sports you're talking about. Football, basketball, boxing. You know the big fight is this weekend. You know you want to put something on that, man. All your favorite Vegas casino games, man. Whatever game you think of, trust me, you can bet on it. Take advantage, y'all. Don't wait. Take advantage of all these amazing offers available for the 2021 season because Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Sports. <laughs> that jingle's getting better and better. Um, All right. So, Big Dave, let's talk about a few of these bench pieces. And Billy Donovan gave everybody at least some run last night. Caruso Mm -hmm. led the bench in minutes with 20 uh, all the way down to a flyer they took the other day. The the kid from Minnesota we chatted about in one episode last week, Daniel Oturu, uh, who had four minutes. Um, I want to. You know, obviously, we we even like you know gave Caruso his fair due at when we were basically talking about the starters because he played a lot of those minutes. Um, yeah. Troy Brown Jr. Man, he came out and was just like boom three, boom three, boom three, <laughs> and a guy that came over midseason last year. Uh, we saw him play some minutes. We're like, okay, this guy's got some length. He can play some defense. He can occasionally knock down a shot. Mm-hmm. He so he and Caruso were the first two off the bench, and I like I like Troy Brown Jr. Man, I, I think yeah. that that guy absolutely 
is one of the names that Billy Donovan has pegged to say you're 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 guy number seven coming off the mm. bench. Mm. Again, another person that we talked about on this show a lot was Troy Brown Jr. and a guy who we said we were going to be watching. And because we saw what he did uh, before he got hurt last year, we saw what he was doing on both ends of the floor. But in this game in particular, it was definitely on the offensive end for him. Mm. My God, <laughs> like he was unconscious. Those threes were insane. Now, those are, that's one of those things where I can point to and say, I'm not sure he'll be able to continue that hot streak right. throughout the season. It's preseason. I'm, I don't know. But damn it, it was good to see. Because it was awesome to witness and watch that because it was all in rhythm. And if he could become that kind of a threat on the perimeter for defenses when Caruso is driving and kicking, you know, for when you saw DeRozan, who also, what do you do, Matt? Ran with the second unit and has and was also being a facilitator with the second unit, right. which is what yep. we the hell talked about. But when you can see when he's going to do that and Troy Brown Jr. is out there with that second unit and he's hitting – Three-point shots like that, you have to account for that as a defense, as an opposing defense. You have got to account for a guy like that. So what I like what it did, Matt, even though I don't expect him to be at this clip of whatever insane percentage he shot, I do like it because now teams have to think about it. Now you have to game plan for it. Now you can't just leave him out there. You have to worry about it now because he's shown you that he has the capacity and capability to be a threat from the three-point line. Right, and that, and that's really all it's about is can you keep defenses honest by knocking them down? He hit his first three, and then he ended the night three for seven. So like you said, like we didn't know Troy Brown Jr. as a three-point specialist when he arrived, right. and right. he has never been in his NBA career. Right. But can he even go three for seven every night? Three for seven right. every night is like totally serviceable. That's great. Very. Or you know, yeah. or two for four, two for five. Great. Knock those down. And speaking of Big Dave, guys getting bench minutes who are there to hit shots. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I was surprised how early we saw the kid, Matt Thomas, who was mm-hmm. kind of like an yeah. afterthought addition to this training camp roster. Um, he got, he knocked down a couple of threes. He finished the night yeah. with 11 points on three of seven from the floor. Also made it to the, to the free throw line uh, for, for three of three. What, what did you think about that? Cause I didn't expect him necessarily to get in ahead of guys like, Stanley Johnson, Alize Johnson, some of these other names. I was like, oh, oh, Matt Thomas. What, what? Okay, what do we have here? But kid clearly has no fear launching threes. Yeah, let me let me start with that part first. No fear. <laughs> like he is a confident, confident shooter, and it looks good coming off his hand. That four point play he had, Matt. My goodness, I was like, yo, that that's NBA stuff right there. Like. I love the way he shoots the ball and he was pulling like he was pulling y'all. like just come. it's the difference between how he was pulling and how we were used to watching guys pull, you know what I'm saying? Back in the day right. with, with our team, it's a difference because it was a confidence in like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure this is what I do. This is what I'm out here for. There was no hesitancy uh, in what he did. As soon as he knew what he, who he knows who he is and he was very comfortable in that because I talked about that too. Like I didn't know if we had a spot up shooter. I was like, right. I, this is why I talked about getting J.J. Redick and stuff like that. And once again, AK said, oh, yeah, don't even worry about it. Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. Let me get you a little Parmesan on top of that. I got you covered. You can go ahead and get you a spot-up shooter. Now, I think the reason we saw him so early, Matt, is because that's basically the role that we're going to see Kobe White in. So I think they wanted to get a look at that and see mm-hmm. what that looked like. 
because that's all the shots he was doing. I was like, oh, that's Kobe White shots. Like, right. this, is, yeah. that is, this is exactly what Kobe is going to be. So I think that's why he got in there so early with that unit, because I think that's where Kobe is going to be playing with that unit. They kind of just wanted to see that dynamic and, and how it could work. Now, if Kobe can make man, because I think Kobe is a better player uh, than Matt Thomas, but when Kobe gets hot, it's microwave hot. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. it's scalding hot. So, yeah, I, I think that's why we got a chance to see him in there, man. But he made the most of it. I tell you that. He was awesome. And 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 it's cool that you mentioned that because that's where I was going to go next is we had all these fun pieces that we saw, um, you know, getting useful minutes on the bench. And, you know, not only did we see, you know, Patrick Williams, but Kobe White. Like, yeah. where does he fit into all of this when he comes back, hopefully sometime right. in mid-November? And I think that's a really good point. Maybe that is why Matt Thomas was out there. Okay, here's our, our off-ball, you know, two-guard guy who's going to come in and get shots up in that second unit. And mm-hmm. and that, you know, last night it was Matt Thomas, but as you said, it'll usually be Kobe White. Um, mm-hmm. Another guy I wanted to to give some some credit to, Alizé Johnson, man. Um Ooh. That dude had 11 boards in 17 oh, minutes, and goodness. four of those came on the offensive end. That guy, and also, shout out to Javante Green, who had four offensive rebounds himself last night. Javante <laughs> Green was everywhere. But when we when we heard about the Alizé Johnson signing, that's what we said would be the biggest contribution from him. Yeah. Boards. Yeah. Boards, boards, boards on both yeah. ends. Because when we are a little bit concerned about the overall size of this team, mm-hmm. anybody who has any semblance of size and rebounding skill, chip mm-hmm. in, chip in, chip in. And you got 11 chipped in from Alizé last night. You know, I hate to sound like uh, one of those old fogies who I love hanging out with because I learned so much from him when I talk basketball with them. But I hate to sound like, but you can't measure heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can't measure it rebounding and i think dennis Rodman kind of said rebounding is kind of about heart and determination and, and how bad you really want it um so that that size of being concerned about it matt it didn't bother me yesterday i'm, I'm not saying it won't be a problem because you need tall people to play in the nba it's, it's a right. thing all right it's a thing that's going around so it's going to be an issue i think so but you can't measure the heart and guys wanting it you can't right. measure that, and that goes a really long way. And that's why you saw, like you mentioned, Javante Green getting four offensive rebounds, and like you say, Alize get eleven rebounds in in a short amount of time, and things like that. Because those guys wanted it, they had the heart to go in there. Javante was in there, okay, like he was in there, bro, getting that ball because he wanted it. All right, and so you can't measure that. You can't measure the heart of a player, and. Heart is is definitely a big aspect of rebounding, guys. It's one of those things that you can't look at on a sheet, okay? Heart and will and determination are things you cannot account for. Uh, and those guys definitely had it, man. And it was it was good to see. And Alizé definitely, yeah, he, he definitely had it for sure. And, you know, the other Johnson, Stanley Johnson, chipped in with six uh, rebounds of his own. Yeah. He uh, shot three. In that second unit. <laughs> but he, he, you, want, you want a fun stat, Dave? You want a fun stat? Sure. I just looked this sure. up. So the Bulls took... 25 more shots than the Cavs last night. 25 okay. more shot attempts and still okay. out-rebounded the Cavs by six. How does how does that work? How, <laughs> how does that work? That's insane. Like that's insane. That's insane. I'm sorry, y'all. That's that that's exciting. I don't care. It's preseason. I get it. That's exciting. That's freaking exciting. I ain't used to this. 
They act like you've been there before. When I've been there, right. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while since I've been here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know, and I'm sure we'll see it as it goes on because there's no way you can sustain this level. I don't care preseason or regular season. It's right. going to take a dip, and you're going to be missing some of your stars and, and your key players at a certain point in time. But this is the way you want to start it. You couldn't ask for a better start to a brand new everything for the Chicago Bulls and the Chicago Bulls nation. You couldn't ask for a better start than this. Everything was done correct. Now, I got tired of people telling me on Twitter, man, you know what? You're getting excited about the Cavs? Dude, the Cavs are whooping our ass. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we didn't. Right. This is we, not, again. We lost We lost to that team multiple times last multiple. year. Multiple. We watched it. <laughs> Y'all don't understand that. Me and Matt watch every game. <laughs> like, we saw this. This is why the excitement is genuine and for real, because this is all we wanted to see. So the fact that we're seeing it now and this early, my God, it feels good, man. It feels yeah. good. And Bulls, and, feel good, Bulls fans. Don't worry about what people saying to you. Feel good, because this is awesome. That's the, that's the cherry on top is when you remember, oh, yeah, the Cavs are in our division. We get <laughs> six games against them. Bum slaying. Bum I, I mean, slaying. Just, just count all those Ws. <laughs> Count all yes. those W's. Yes, you've got no. you've got to bum slay to use your phrase, Dave. Especially if the Bulls want to make a significant leap in their win total from last season, you hope that they are more competitive and are better at closing out winnable games against quality competition that we saw them lose almost every single time last season. Play yeah. a good opponent evenly and lose late. You want to add some wins in those kind of games. But even more importantly, crush the bums. If the crush Bulls them. beat people that they were theoretically more talented than on paper last season, they would have had seven or eight more wins than they did. So yeah. for the people saying it's just preseason and it's just the Cavs, yeah, but the Bulls starters played and the Cavs starters played and yeah. they beat them by 50 and we're going to play that team a lot this year. That shit matters. Yes, it does. And, and here's another thing that why it matters also, Matt. When Zach Levine went up for that dunk and fumbled it and it went through his hands because he was thinking too much, can you imagine Bulls fans when they saw that last year, preseason or regular season? We would have been like, oh, here we go again. Good old Zach. <laughs> messing with the hands. But now we see it and we laughed it off. <laughs> we were like, ah, oh, Zach, right. trying to do too much. Hey, Lonzo gets the rebound and, and the putback. Oh, great. Right. Now we can laugh it off. Whereas before, we would have been like, oh, man, he can't do that. He's got to finish that. He's got to finish it. We don't care no more because we were like, yeah. we're getting the ball back and we go score. Oh. Yeah. And, and the great thing is, he missed. Lonzo was right there to clean it up. Right you get there. the bucket anyway. Right and they there. share a laugh. And here, here is my final takeaway from, from last night's game, Big Dave. Sure. And sure. it's something that I saw with, I don't know, four or five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Billy Donovan has sent in the scrubs, the victory cigars. Mm -hmm. And Zach is sitting there on the bench with Vooch, with DeMar, with Lonzo. And they are just yucking it up. They're, yeah. they're, they're laughing. Yeah. They're having a good yeah. time, enjoying each other's company. And, and I yeah. tweeted about it last night when I saw it because – I saw that, and my mind immediately flashed back to the Bulls are in the process of finishing up a game where they're going to lose by somewhere between 25 and 40. Mm -hmm. And Zach, not talking to any of his teammates, sitting at the end of the bench, staring into space like this. Yep. 
Exactly right. Yeah. What a remarkable contrast when you picture despondent, depressed, oh my God, when will this end, Zach Levine, that we saw last season and beyond, and seeing Zach enjoying his teammates and, and enjoying the atmosphere because they're done for the night and they're winning by 40. Yeah. Boom. God, it, yeah. like, it made my heart sore to see Zach that happy, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it did, Matt. But I have to talk about this also. One more thing here. Because I know something else also made your heart sore. In the fourth quarter of the game, when Cleveland brought in their substitutions, they brought in former bull Denzel Valentine. And from the moment he walked on the court, the course of booze that took place the first person I thought about was Matt Peck, and the second person I thought about was C Red Fred, and I and I get and Matt, I I just imagine the joy on your face when when you saw that. So I wanted to hear how you felt when you saw that happen to one Denzel Valentine. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. I and I asked for it. Midway through the third, the Donovan's pulling his starters. We're up by a million. I'm like, the only thing that can make this super happy and entertaining evening better is if we get to see the clown come in. <laughs> Let Denzel come in there and launch some silly-ass shot. And we didn't get to see a silly-ass shot, really. But even just the joy of not only that when he checked in, he was booed, but that anytime he touched the ball... Bulls fans were either booing him or heckling him and like yelling at him to shoot it. <laughs> it was glorious. It glorious, was. glorious. Fresh reminder that that guy, not my chair, not my problem. Not my chair, not my problem. And me more. Now yeah. we get to laugh at the misery of Cavs fans who got to mm. deal with that dude's foolishness. And yeah. I don't know if it I don't know if it's a sign of where. He is planning to be in that Cavs rotation, at least as of now in their training camp. But like mm. you said, he did not come in until like at least midway through the fourth in yeah. garbage time. <laughs> Capital and G that garbage. brought me so much joy. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him, y'all. Look at him just radiate. That's not the sun that, that next in the window. That's that smile reflecting around everybody right now, man. He is a happy person. It was, it was, man. It was, it was funny. I'm sorry. It was. I, I laughed. I was like, and then I saw somebody on Twitter. I think it was Rob Perez on Twitter said, man, Bulls fan haven't forgot about that shot in Miami. And I tweeted him back, like, trust me, dog. It ain't just Miami. <laughs> yes, it's not just that one shot. It, it ain't that shot. Trust me. There's a plethora of things Bulls fans pulled from to make them right. want to boo him, man. Wow. Uh, I wasn't expecting that boo. I really wasn't. But man, wow. That, the list of grievances Bulls fans have against Denzel Valentine is like that magic filing cabinet in that scene from oh, uh, oh, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Almighty. Almighty. Yeah, When Morgan Freeman and Jim Carrey are standing in that empty and he yes. opens up the filing cabinet. Hundreds and hundreds of meters long. That is the filing cabinet of grievances yep. that Bulls fans have against Denzel Valentine. It's true. It's long, and, and it's not our problem anymore. <laughs> we can file it away. We can close beautiful. the cabinet, and we can move on. Oh, Absolutely What a great day. Beautiful. What a great, great night. Well, Bulls fans, we know you enjoyed that 
preseason debut. The Bulls have another one on deck against the Pelicans, another home preseason mm-hmm. game. That tips off 7 Chicago time on Friday. Uh, and in between now and then, Big Dave and I will be here for another fresh episode for you all tomorrow. Maybe we'll do some voicemails. Maybe we'll react a little bit further to this first preseason game. In the meantime, hit us up on all of our various social medias and and, and uh, text lines and emails. Uh, we are LockedOutBulls at gmail.com. 331-979-1369 is the text and voicemail hotline. And on Twitter, I am at Bulls underscore Peck. He is at Bow Sports, B-A-W-L Sports. We are at Locked on Bulls. Big Dave, final thought. I'm happy. <laughs> That's it. Let's move on. Go Chicago Sky. One win away tonight, and they are in the WNBA Finals, man. So let's get it done. Let's let's support the Chicago Sky, man, because that's good basketball happening over there, baby. So let's We'd do love it. to see let's them close it. out that series. Maybe maybe they're inspired by what they saw from from their their yes. uh, their Bulls counterparts last night. That was Go fun. This episode was fun. <laughs> yes. Get ready for a fun season, y'all. That's what we learned oh. last night. The Bulls are going to oh. be fun. For Big Dave, I'm Matt. Thanks for listening and watching. As always, Bulls fans. Woo! Until next time, you ready to be good. Peace out. Peace out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's it.